Hi everybody, it's Jukebox and you're listening to the Maritime Milsim Podcast, brought to you by Rap for Canada, Tier 1 Scenarios, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and Unanimous Dan 3D Print and Cut. Alright everyone, welcome to episode 57 of the Maritime Milsim Podcast. I'm your host, Hooligan. Uh, with me tonight, uh, as usual, I have uh, uh, Guardian. Guardian! Hey, how's it going? Yay! Yay! Woo! Uh, we have uh, the forever loud Jester. Yeah, now he's being smart. Oh, is that my cue? Yes! Woohoo! Right. Uh, we have... Uh, we've, we found him. He was lost in the, the forest of Borneo, but we have Nightmare. What? <laughs> found me where? The forest of Borneo. Where the hell is that? Dude, that's why you were lost. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Look it up on the map. I see what you did there. So Impressive. He's back for possibly... This week and next week. Okay. This week and next week. And we have a uh, special guest, uh, Colton Bain. What's that? Yay! Colton! Bain. Bainer. Pranks and beans. <laughs> Enthusiasm. Excellent. <laughs> so, let's start off uh, real quick. I just want to do a quick blurb because they gave us a blurb. But uh, last week, or I guess Monday of this week that we're recording, six days ago, uh, Days go. Uh, Behind the Bunker celebrated their 250th episode. Wicked. Uh, yeah. So congrats to those guys for for pushing through and moving forward and keeping going and not quitting for 250 episodes. That's ridiculous. that's a long time. That is because insane. very long time. When when they started that show, they all had their natural hair colors. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been uh, hard at work keeping that going. And, uh, you know, that's that's a half hour almost every week, 250 weeks. That's just, oh. If you go if you can go back and Oh, it's only 30 it. minutes? Well, the the video bit is only about 30 minutes, and then they move into a, an oh, okay. hour and a bit of a podcast afterwards. Uh, podcasts, oh, that's cool. they're at like 117. So we'll catch up to them. We're getting there slowly. Somehow. We had a late start. We'll take them out at the knees. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, what? Uh, so yeah, that was. Uh, they they gave us a bit of a shout out. They said, you know, they didn't have to. We didn't ask for it, but they did because they're awesome people like that. So big thank to uh, Todd and Zuby, Gavin. I'm forgetting and one. the other guy. And the other the guys. Other guy. <laughs> He's now other guy. The other guys. So <laughs> whatever. Hey, at least I would have recognized him when I got into a car with them. Guardian. Yeah. Ooh. Well, oh, no, they're pulled with their teammates, not them. Oh. And their studio is really hot because if you watch the video where Guardian was with them... Sweating bullets. It was like a sauna. That's what happens when you get old and you go do an interview. You sweat. To, to be fair, there was no sea air. We had a lot of sea air in Nova Scotia. So Ontario <laughs> is like an easy-bake oven my whole trip there. An easy-bake oven. Cook. That's what you compare it to, an easy-bake oven. Hey. It's bearable, but it's uncomfortable. I assume that that would be the comparison. Yeah, easy bake ovens. That was their slogan. <laughs> it's, it's hot, but it's bearable. Yeah, it's hot but bearable. Okay, so yeah, big thanks to those guys. Big shout out to them. Congrats to them. Very cool stuff. Yeah, big congrats. Uh, and then we're gonna move right along. We're gonna go over to Colton. Colton, what? Who are you? Why are you on this show? No, really, I don't know who you are. So, well, this red bearded guy called me and said, "Hey, want to come on a show?" And I said, "Why not?" Yeah, all right, good enough. So, what do you <laughs> you? Uh... No, I'm a sponsored player uh, down in Texas. Texas, woo! Is everything really bigger in Texas? No, just egos. <laughs> just just egos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'm sponsored through Tipman, and I just got a new sponsorship through Rap4. Uh, MCS. MCS, yes, you're correct. Modern Combat Sports. Woo! And uh, also Top Rank. So explain what Top Rank is. Top Rank is more of a... Have you ever heard of Pepe? Nope. Um, yeah, I, was... I went to school with him. 
Hold on, let me find his last name. He was voted one of the top players in the tournament league. And he branched okay. out and started uh, Top Rank Innovations. And they sell speedball gear. They have uh, different types of paintball pants. It's not all tournament style. You have some <clears throat> scenario scenario gear. And, of course, I can't find his name. They have, uh, like, what I wear is I wear their city camo. If you've seen my pants that I've been wearing. Okay. Do you, you realize this is not TV, right? <laughs> well, just look up my profile. Use your imagination, Facebook. damn it. Yeah. Just, just oh, picture a really nice pair of pants. They got some killer-looking gloves. Yeah, they do. That's pretty they do. <laughs> I'm digging the hoodies. And you they would. also have casual wear as well. Cool. Hey, look, their hoodies have zippers on them. Hey, Graham, you should put uh, zippers on your hoodies. Mm, They also have a leather coat. I'm digging the leather coat. Oh, that's pretty badass. I want an Armagillo leather coat. Sorry, just started talking while I'm looking at their Facebook page. It's pretty cool stuff. He's not listening to you anymore, Colton, because now he's looking at swag. Yeah. Uh, There's a ton of swag. They do have a ton of swag. Uh, That is some pretty cool stuff. So. TopInnovations.com. Very cool stuff. Top yes, rank I, innovations. Yeah, they got some pretty badass stuff. They got some nice gloves. I need some new gloves. Yes, and, I'm going to actually be wearing those gloves this year. Well, I'll look for pictures of you wearing those gloves then. Oh, uh, no, no, I can't get them because we can't be both wearing the same thing. <laughs> One of us is going to have to change. They have different colors. Come on. Oh, okay. As long as it matches my pearls. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, cool. So you're a sponsor player. Uh, what else do you do? Do you do anything specific in the in the world of paintball, or are you just sort of like that guy? I'm that, that place. That guy. Now I try. I try to help people out, like when they have their markers break down or anything, as much as possible, as long as I know the platform. <laughs> Other than that, I'm that guy. Okay. Good enough. So, uh, hmm. And you have your own page. You have your outreach to other athletes and guidance and advice that you put out there when people talk to you, right? I do. I thought that was all entitled under that guy. It is. (laughs) No, if if you've been on social media for any more than a week in the paintball pages, I'm sure you've seen uh, Colton pop up half a dozen times at least. Yeah, you should. Almost anybody in the paintball world should know who I am. I've at least popped up once, whether you've skipped past me or not. He yeah. sees you sleeping. <laughs> yeah. He knows. I'm like Jester. Jester always always pops up on my page. Yeah, I do. Because Jester's got nothing better to do than just post stuff on Facebook all day. Well, and build fields and stuff. Well, yeah. It's the retirement life, man. Living yeah, I'm actually, the dream. Yeah. yeah. I want the retirement life. Don't we all? Well, you know, I'll get there eventually. I got another, like, what, 60 years? Stop yeah. counting. <laughs> it um, only gets more and more depressing. It really does. Because, Colton, you used to be uh, military as well, right? You served your country. Being I did. an American. Yeah. yeah. How long were you in for? I was an Army Reservist for six years. Oh, you're a reservist. So you chose to spend all your free time learning how to be a soldier. But you were also an MP, weren't you? Uh, mechanic, and then I trained. Also trained with the MPs, yes. Oh, nice. Interesting. See, that's kind of that's cool because you didn't like pick it as an overall career. You picked it as, hey, you know what? I got all this free time, and I want to do something cool with it. No, I wanted to pick it as an overall career, but when I joined, I joined at 17, so I was in the split-op program. Okay. So, the only way to join at that age is to go reservist. Okay, yeah, here in Canada, it's similar. At 16, you can go um, to RMC for university, or at 17, you can join the reserves. Unless your parents sign you into. Uh, the reserves earlier. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> this drive you down to the recruiter and say, here, this is yours. Take them. We're <laughs> done. I my parents sign at 17. I had convinced my parents to let me join because I wanted to join the Marine Corps. And they said okay. no. Well, my mo- my dad said yes, and my mom said no. No. Yeah. She said, we know some Marines. You made yeah. the better choice. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I want to go Army. <laughs> I want to go active duty. My mom said no. Recruiter yeah. said, you have to be 18. I said, yeah. fine. Just where do I sign? Just put me in somewhere. Just put me somewhere. Just give me a job. I'll do anything. Yes. Yeah. Give oh, me a shovel. Hi. Uh... <laughs> No, I was a I was a mechanic. I signed up as a '63 Bravo light wheeled vehicle mechanic, which changed into a '91 Bravo, which is just mechanic, uh, vehicle mechanic. Then I cried. I was in an MP unit, so I trained with the MPs as well. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Hell of a background. That is really cool. And now we know. And knowledge is power. Knowing is half the battle. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Knowledge is half the battle. Love that. So, let's get right into. We have. uh, We got three topics. uh, Rather than. Three. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Three rather than the typical uh, uh, one or two. So, uh, you know what? We're going to start right off with uh, something that is. I mean, it's got a global reach, but it's uh, not – it just sort of came out. It's new. Anyways, so for anyone who's ever bought Milsig gear in Canada uh, or in the United States because they're just taking advantage of the fact that our dollar's worth like the peso right now, <laughs> um, has has probably bought from Widowmaker Industries. So they're the, uh, they're the Milsig distributor up here in Canada. Very cool people. Some very nice people. They invited us out to one of their events, and we got to try out all the new gear. Anyways, um, so they've just been invited. To, just to clarify, it was only Guardian and you. Thanks for rubbing that in. <laughs> That's why I didn't dwell on it. That's why I moved quickly. Is like ripping the Band-Aid off real quick. <laughs> so, anyways, cool hey, stuff. I think we were all invited, though. Oh, yeah, we were. We were all invited, only a few of us. I was just teasing, rubbing it in. (laughs) Just just rubbing salt into that wound. Hooligan, finish your thought, man. Trying to. So, they've been invited (laughs) to uh, the actual Milsig factory in Taiwan. So, for anyone who didn't know, the Milsig markers are actually made in Taiwan. Um, And uh, they've been invited to go. And they want to make a, a whole documentary out of it, except they don't have the cash to go just, like, go buy a bunch of gear and, uh, video gear and all that stuff, and then just, you know, like, up and fly to Taiwan and stay there for a week and fly back. It's kind of expensive. Uh, so they're doing a, a fundraiser, which is, but not like a GoFundMe. It's not really just a give me money so I can produce this really cool video documentary for you to watch. It's uh, it's raffles, and they're selling patches and all that. Excuse me. Oh, Red Bull's kicking back. Um so what do you guys think? What do you like? I was actually for... talking. Hmm. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I was talking to Evan about it because I thought it was awesome, and he told me that there's uh, 250 of each, so each ticket available. So uh, listeners should check it out quick because uh, some of those tickets are gonna sell out quick. Mm-hmm. So they're one thing they're doing they're raffling off two ma- uh, two markers. So the first marker is the Milsig SMG MP5, which is a brand new SMG. Which is uh, in the Magfed world, it is one of the the markers that everybody's after because it is so compact and whatnot. Very sought after, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A customized MP5 shroud, a customized MP5 top rail, uh, four eight-round magazines, and the toolkit because it's a brand new SMG, so it comes with the toolkit and all that, or parts kit. So that's kind of cool. And then they're also raffling off an M17 CQC. Uh, Kalashnikov variant. So uh, it's all customized parts, customized middlemost magazine well, customized uh, AK-74 style short handguard, uh, the AK style top rail, customized heat core mounted under folding metal stock. Like it's just a really cool looking marker. Anyways, the point is two customized markers being raffled off. I've got a wicked echo in my headphones right now. 
And uh, bear with us. We're experiencing you. technical difficulties. Whatever somebody just did, thank you. Uh, so they're trying to raise money by selling five dollar tickets on this. So it's a raffle. You can buy uh, five dollars per ticket. You can buy. Oh, echoes back. On this episode, we try to see how crazy we can make Hooligan. Yeah, Hooligan's going to lose his mind any minute now. So, what do you guys think of... Oh, they're also doing a giveaway of a a Milsig tech mat that's been signed by the factory uh, factory team. So we're talking to people who actually designed the marker from the ground up. So... Mm -hmm. uh, very what do you guys nice. think? Because you know what, you always hear. So, how much are these uh, tickets, and where can somebody get them? Five dollars for us Canadian. $5 so, Canadian. five cents a piece for you. Five cents <laughs> a piece for you. <laughs> Solid deal. Uh, right. I mean, five dollars worth. Anyway, so they're giving away. So they're trying to raise money. So, what do you guys think? Because I know you don't normally hear about. Uh, uh, Big documentaries or big uh, documented road trips happening in the paintball world that uh, get talked about until after they're done. Usually people have the money and they just sort of put it aside and then they go and do it. So we guys yeah. think of, of a company raffling off. Uh, we're talking like one-of-a-kind markers. I think it's cool. I agree. Pretty cool. Gives uh, people the opportunity that don't have the money to kind of – it's like winning the lottery. Put $5 aside just in case. And if you get it, awesome. If you're one of those people that want it really bad, just spend 10 bucks. <laughs> right. If you buy $500 worth of tickets. Yeah, I've seen I've seen this happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh was twice as long. <laughs> oh, this is great. I've seen it happen in the uh, Airsoft world where... Executive directors will open up their private stock and say, okay, here's my prototype one. I'm putting it up for auction or raffle or whatever as a prize just for shits and giggles. But this one is they're trying to do something to give back to the community and show us behind the scenes of the factory. Yeah. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen, they also have a, a reward system. So on top, can you guys hear me, by the way? Yes. Barely, but yes. Okay, so uh, anyway, we'll post the link. I think I posted it, uh, linked it to the, the page there, but uh, people check it out. Um, for $20, your name will be mentioned in the credits of the video. For $100, Evan's going to bring you back a souvenir and a handwritten letter. So that's pretty cool. You know, that's sentimental touch. That's nice. Um, 200 you or your team, you can combine a, a team order. They'll dedicate a video segment on the topic of your choice, within reason. So, um, <laughs> you know, creepy, weird fetishes. Um, I already messaged Evan to outline the uh, what is okay and what isn't. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, for five hundred, they're gonna uh, grab one of Nelson's markers out of his office and bring it back for you. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So for anyone, uh, Nelson Lou is the yeah. is the director of Milsig. Uh, yeah, who's the one who invited them down? So they're not just gonna swipe a marker from some guy named Nelson, but they're actually gonna <laughs> swipe a marker from the guy who runs the company. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and they mentioned they're gonna, you know, videotape. But I think that'd be it'd be pretty funny to see some of the footage. It'd be really neat. It would be, and I demand that it look like some SEAL Team Six stuff. Like I want to see like door breaches, yeah, um, or like yeah. Tom Clancy Splinter Cell. I don't care how it's done, but. I want it. I want it more than just like two guys giggling like schoolgirls, like sneaking into somebody's office and stealing a marker. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'd like to see them doing that while playing paintball inside the factory that makes the markers. That'd be cool. That would be neat. That would be. They'd cool. either go horrible or fantastic. There'd be no middle ground. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. So. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what, I think it's a really cool idea. I think it's a nice way for them to, uh, raise those funds while not just saying, uh, can I have some money? You know, we have more than enough yeah. of that going on lately. 
right? And they actually yeah. outright say that in their little description as to why they're doing it. They said instead yeah. of the typical GoFundMe money for nothing campaign, yeah. uh, they've decided to put up some goods. So uh, it's very cool. That I you really actually... hate the GoFundMe projects, but yeah. Uh, GoFundMe is a great uh, system for certain things. You know, if, if somebody... When it's done properly, yeah. yeah. Right. Somebody yeah. is... Like... is actually in need like i don't know their house burnt down or it needs a new brain even or it's a carpenter from germany who comes up with the sperm valve or the sperm valve exactly <laughs> like it's you know <laughs> uh, yeah there are there are good ways to use it and then there are ways to abuse it so yeah very cool system i like the idea of them saying you know here give us money you'll get something in return uh, whether that's a patch or a ticket <laughs> to get something bigger, you're still getting something in return. So, for our American friends, it's it's cool. a pretty good setup for them because they mentioned they were going to pay for the international shipping if yep. anyone wins. In big so, red uh, letters, with the dollar value, it's a huge win. Oh yeah, a huge win. It really for is. Guys. We should get Danny to order a whole bunch of this stuff for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This contest is open to players worldwide. Shipping will be provided at no cost for all prizes. So if you live somewhere where the Canadian dollar is basically worth dirt to you, time to start buying tickets. Anywhere not Canada. Yeah. Almost much. an investment. Yeah. It's if an investment. Any United Kingdom players, it would be pretty awesome for them. They'd be getting some cheap markers. So. Very much so. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. In the Euro. 500, you're guaranteed a marker, right? Like, It's true. I mean, to buy a brand new marker is going to run you 500 bucks. So you might as well yeah. buy a marker that's been stolen out of Nelson Labs' office yeah. in Taiwan. <laughs> buy a stolen marker instead of a legit <laughs> right. one, you know? Just don't show anybody the serial numbers. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. That serial number. Yeah. You see that coming through Airport Next Security now? Maxim. <laughs> Nelson walks up and just takes his marker back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> storms Where'd away. Where'd you get this, man? Yeah, the man see, it's got my initials and nail polish on the pistol grip. My nail polish? <laughs> you know when you were a kid? No. Your you mom never, never marked that? your toys. Not your mom never polish. marked your toys. <laughs> no, not with nail polish. No. <laughs> she didn't I care about your toys, Andrew. All over my controller. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's what you get for using your controller while on the podcast. I, I'm not playing. Busted. <laughs> <laughs> my die locking pods. I put nail polish on the top. That way I know that they're mine. Yep. I, How I many other people do you know that use magazine? Absolutely. Yeah, marking mags I get. But how many other people do you know use <laughs> locking die pods? Exactly. I found one on the field. <laughs> yeah. Anything okay. that costs money, you know, you got to mark it as yours. This is mine. I licked it. Yep, that's why I licked my uh, <laughs> Valkyrie. Every time we go to the mall, I lick her in front of everybody. I just lick her face. <laughs> like, oh, hey, no, that's not what I thought that was going. <laughs> oh, that could have went yes, somewhere real quick. In the mall. That could have went south real fast. But up. <laughs> God, it's good to be back. <laughs> right? Okay. So that's enough about oh, uh, Widowmaker Industries and their road trip. I expect to see a badass road trip video. And it better not just be random selfies of Evan all over Taiwan. Oh, I can totally see that. Or better yet, you know what? I'm okay Don't with seeing selfies of Rand, like, Evan around Taiwan. Gotta be careful, though. You know, some pretty girl comes up to you and says, <laughs> you know, you want to have a good time. She might have to be a pretty girl. <laughs> All you see is his face. No background. <laughs> so, funny story, but we're not going to get into it. Buddy uh, might spend time in Thailand. All right, great show, guys. Stories. So, we're going to move on to the next topic <laughs> before I go on some weird tangent. Um, so, if you've been living under a rock, then you might not be aware that there is a prototype because it there is an actual functioning prototype so we're just going to say it's a prototype right now uh mass being built by empire and a company called recon instruments so uh recon instruments is the same people that made uh uh how do you explain it basically it's like a heads-up display that can be built that's being built into the paintball mask 
So we're talking uh, this little device is being built right into the mask. It's being built by Empire, so it's going to be a full-fledged paintball mask, dual-pane, uh, anti-fog lens. And uh, the device built into it has got uh, dual-core processor, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and GPS chip all built into it. It can Bluetooth to your phone. Um, or sorry, the GPS is used off your phone, but it can uh, connect to your phone through Bluetooth. It can connect to a GoPro through Wi-Fi. Uh, and it will feed you real-time information, uh, basically right into your eye, because it's what it is. It's it's a little eyepiece that sits right in front of your right eye. And uh, so it's a small version of Google Glass without the internet. Basically, yeah, it, it runs everything through your phone. So it's got okay. its own built-in battery, and then it uh, it gets most of its information off your phone. So you do need to run a smartphone while running this, and I. Right off the bat, I'd see that as as a uh, Achilles heel. Is uh, I don't know of any paintball players that uh, willingly take their phone onto the field. I've taken my phone on the field before and, and almost had a heart attack when I pulled it out of my pocket and realized it, it wasn't broke, so I was happy. But um, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of a paintball mask with uh, the ability to connect to a GoPro and give you live feed or connect to uh, – a GPS system and show you where you are on a map. I like it. Well, first off, the hop there is a company in Germany with a very similar idea, but theirs it's a security company and they're doing we're marketing it towards airsoft with the possibility for paintball, obviously, where it actually does heat signatures as well. Well, that's intense. That's, that's the only thing I would like to see. I'm pretty sure that was the one that I was looking at because Intel is helping out with that one, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's what I was looking for because I thought Intel had something to do with that mask. Yeah, so Intel trying... owns the company called Recon Instruments. Okay. Uh, so uh, where they became, where they they get a lot of their money is you can actually buy just the little heads-up display by itself. Yeah. Uh, for four hundred bucks. That's not bad. No, it comes a little a little wrist control, and it's uh, uh, it's actually designed for snowboarding. Is where yes. this tech originally came from, which is kind of neat because, and I'm surprised Die didn't uh, get involved because yeah. Die makes snow goggles. So, but I guess Empire jumped on it, you know. But nowadays, who owns who anymore, right? Like it's all exactly it's muddled. Every company owns every other company. Yeah. So, yeah. Sports. Uh, yeah, GI Sports. It, just, it all feeds right back to GI Sports, which then feeds off to an investors group, which then feeds off to a large group of banks. Anyway, that feeds off to Jester. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jester feeds into the paintball industry, so it's it's an endless cycle. Right, it's the circle of yep. life. So, let's put aside the price for right now. I'm not going to talk price yet, but would you guys use this mask? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I would try it. Okay. I, I'm not going to jump on the the, the whole bandwagon so you, you of a uh, uh, HUD in a paintball mask. I just I just don't see. Okay. Me, so let uh, me let me explain because I was watching the actual the consumer electronics show is happening in Vegas right now, mm-hmm. and that's where this got shown off. That's where this came from. And uh, one of the things they demonstrated right off the bat was they strapped a GoPro to a marker. And the video feed from the GoPro was being fed directly into the eyepiece. So now, uh, let's say, you know, yep. you put a GoPro on on your teammate, and you've got a GoPro on you, but you're actually sending each other's GoPro footage to one another. You know what I mean? So you see in the corner of your right eye yeah. what he sees. Yes, that's cool. Now, can you do several different GoPros and cycle through? And that's something that. That's yeah. It's all being worked on. They really haven't told us all the details about it yet. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, I, I can see a lot of people using that to their advantage and staying in one spot. How do you mean? If you could just sit there and see anybody moving around you by setting up different angles for the GoPros, why would you want to move? Well, that would also require yeah, the you perimeter. Yeah. yeah. Gives you a perimeter. That would be good for defense, I guess. That would be kind of cool. Uh, for, now, For the record, you can already do that, though. 
because we we do something similar yeah, in some of the events here in the Maritimes. Monitors. Yeah, so we use uh, GoPros hooked to like a little airplane, and they use it as like a UAV or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, uh, this one wasn't on a drone, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was on a selfie stick. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, <laughs> but it worked. That's you know, exactly it. Cool. So, uh, I mean, you could do that. That's easy. You could easily do that. I could see people circumventing that very quickly, though, uh, simply because a GoPro's battery is not very good. Yeah. Uh, so you're obviously not going to be running your GoPro, especially running the Wi-Fi. That'll drain the battery in Ooh, a matter yeah. of 20 minutes, unless you've got that big beast of a battery on it. Yeah, the backpack. Uh, so, you know, I think I thought it'd be pretty cool, especially, and I mean, I'd use it. I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> sorry, Jester just sent a photo of his GoPro collection. So, now let's bring in price. Didn't send me um, they don't have a it price. It's supposed to go to everybody. They don't have a price yet. Uh, but the Oakley's Airwave, which is the Oakley's, uh, snowboarding goggles which were $650 and the snow 2 uh, insert which is the actual device itself that you put into uh, a set of snow goggles is $400 hmm. so they're judging it to be about uh, a $500 uh, mask all in all when you bundle it so you're looking That's at about really I could actually see higher than that to be perfectly honest definitely higher uh, a good solid empire mask is easily going to run you $150 but where this is... Uh, in Canada, it's close to 200 That's like true. And stuff, so, like the comparable price. So, who knows? Maybe because of the bundle, they've dropped the price kind of thing. I don't know. They can they can work out weird and wonderful things like that. Uh, Very true. But, so with that price, I could not see myself buying it just simply because of the money. I would love to use it. I'd love to have something like that. I think it'd be super cool because it's... It, it's that brand new technology and uh you know you, we've heard in the past people talking about bringing uh augmented reality or high-end technology into the paintball world for tactical use and um it's just sort of gone nowhere whether it was uh something came up or they didn't have the funds or something but it just sort of petered away but now we have an actual mask we have empire is actually making this. They've made a prototype. It exists. I think it sounds really cool, but personally, I would still rather have a uh, like a wrist system similar to like the Big Boy or whatever from Fallout. Okay, so like the uh, mm -hmm. the iFlag system. Actually, my son's building one. Yeah. A Pip Boy or iFlag? A Pip Boy. That's cool. Nice. That's awesome. But uh, that way, like, some mask is really. There's a lot of personal preference that comes into which mask fits comfortably, right? Absolutely. So unless the system can be removed from the mask, I think that uh, it should a wrist system would just be more universal. So I think that's where we're going to run. That's where this mask itself is being shown off is because I don't see this thing being put into a mask easily. I think it has to be put into a, a mask that is compatible. So um, yeah. who knows? If, if this thing does take off, it could very well... Uh, you could see masks in the future being made with the option. You know what I mean? Just it would be yeah. a small a small thing for a, ma a mask manufacturer to make it possible to attach this into the inside of your mask. I know with an i4, I could not see any way this thing could be attached in. Uh, the masks are so tight to the yeah. face as is, especially with mine. But it have to be like mounted to the outside, like something from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Over 9,000. Right? <laughs> How many paintballs does he have left? Over 9,000. Oh, God. So, you know, and a lot of people online, I showed it, we, we shared it on the podcast page, and a lot of people immediately yelled back, gimmick. So, I can see where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Right? But, I ask you, I, I, I give you this as an option, though. When Apple showed off the first iPhone, the whole tech industry yeah. said it was useless and no one would ever buy it. That's yep. true. true. Right? Um, and then all the teenage girls got their hands on it. Right? And now Apple yep. is <laughs> one of the wealthiest companies in the world. So, 
you know, just because it's incredibly expensive and it seems like it has no purpose at all in uh, our sport does not mean that people aren't going to find a way to use it. And uh, I think it'd be something that would be cool once multiple people on your team have it, but so low, I'm not really convinced of yeah, right now, I think what we're going to need is we're going to need the very wealthy people of the world to buy these and get bored with them. Yeah, and then sell them used and get them down to us in the middle class yeah. and where we can, you know, use them and, and truly, truly find out if they're worth it or not. But you are right. It is definitely something that needs a whole team to use. Or at the yeah, very least, two people. Won't you be able to see the cool other person for the the as well? I thought I saw something. Yeah, about they that. said that you can track locations using uh, using the GPS yeah. on the smartphone app. Yeah, that'd be. I think that'd be kind of cool because I'm always up front. You know, I don't care if no anybody knows where I am or not because I'm right up there. So I'd be more than willing to use it, but I don't have the money to get it right now. You know. Yeah, and I'm more interested in the yeah. feature with the heat signatures and stuff too to make it totally practical. Because you can put a GoPro on your back and you can be watching your own six at all times. You can find your way through things because of the GPS. But you put the heat signature source on there, and I'm 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 sold. I I have forge in a backpack when I go on the field. I always have my six. <laughs> yeah, he's your little uh, Ewok, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> but this whole goggle system isn't it giving an unfair advantage to those who are willing to fork out the money? Aren't first uh, first strikes? But here goes my next question because I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> what would happen if you sporked out all this money and then suddenly all the fields that you go to are like no one can use this technology here? Why? We why don't, I, I don't know. see Arnold any Schwarzenegger. Way that a field well, no, no, no. I'm just I'm just, I'm just I'm not going with wise. I'm just saying what if? What if they want to keep it playing? The playing the playing level even for everyone. Okay. Everyone has a mask. Everyone has paint. Everyone has a marker. But well, not everyone has the people that have it, rather than the people that do. So, unless they have the heat sink, heat signature. That's they're yeah. pretty much well, giving it their location, saying, "Hey, I'm here." So yeah, that's where this thing's how is it going to be used on the field, anyways? Comes up the mm-hmm. fact that the only way it could actually be used effectively is, like you said, connecting it to a GoPro and putting it over a wall. Is seems to be the only thing they've really shown off that it'll yeah. do. Actually, even that's a pretty cool idea as a. A cool little tool. It is, but I'd rather just take out a cheap hundred dollar phone. Oh yeah, and just use that. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, that. Much better ways to do exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. But um, that's what I was gonna say. We can already kind of do most of what it offers. Other isn't than the, isn't the true teammate. money in paintball where the competition is though? Like you're never gonna see this technology in PSP. Okay. I could never see that being allowed. Um, no, PSP is way too fast. I don't. There'd be no yeah. purpose for it. Like, right. okay, yeah, I, was looking at, I was looking at the on-screen thing. So say if you have the field, right, mm-hmm. and you get five arrows, and it shows you the direction that your teammates are. It shows the whole field. Mm-hmm. So it shows where your teammates are. Not Obviously not where the enemy is, but it shows you where your teammates are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it could be used for that. Me, but, like, in my mind, I'm thinking that's where all the money is, where the, where the big sponsorships are, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's where a product goes to live or die. But we'll never see that on that scale. So is this really a product that is going to take off to the to the scenario side of paintball? Yeah, probably. Yes, it's yes. Super scenario cool. people are the ones yes. who are going to want it's this. Gonna, but the money right in paintball is all towards speedball. No, That's where the big bucks anymore. are. You don't think so? No. no. I'm in the industry on both sides as a player and as a businessman. And right now I can tell you, uh, scenario side, Mill Sim is, is starting to get a big draw. Oh, and really? Nice. And oh yeah, and if you look at that mask, and it, like I've tried to point out a couple times, it's not just uh, good for paintball. It's also good for airsoft. So the whole mill sim side mm-hmm. of it. Okay, okay, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are going to eat it right up. And as for it being an unfair advantage, I want to touch back to that because I call bullshit on that. Um, people run out there, and you've got the newest market, right? You got the four six eight. Well, what about the guys that are running the T six eight? Is that Oops. fair that you've got the newest one? Okay, you know, yeah, I'm running, saying, yeah, I'm yeah. saying I got a I got a Milsig uh, M17, which has got the best fully functional mechanical auto out there. Is that unfair to everybody else that's running 98s? Eh, yes and no. It's also how you play. Yeah, right? true. Yeah. Because remember, at the end of the day, Arnold Schwarzenegger took out the Predator with a stick and some mud. 
Nice, I like that. True that. <laughs> so that's the only example I can think of where it might be not allowed is like in the Magfed League, if a team a whole team had them, then they might argue against it. Personally I would argue Why? for it because Yeah, because it, it's like it's the teams that have tech, radios right? and stuff. Yeah, it's tech. Yeah. If you if your team has the tech, use it. And yeah. if I roll over your team, right on. If I don't, I don't. It's just part of the competition, right? It's not like they're saying that we have to run around with big orange flags on our back so you know where we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I mean, if they if they weren't going to allow it, then I would argue that they would have to not allow GoPros in general. Exactly. You could do similar things, right? So for Oh, yeah. Who, like you who, can build your own HUD system. You take a broken smartphone, you put the screen on one side, you call yourself Apache like uh, Nick Fury, and you have your little screen there and your GoPro <laughs> running around. Jason, we're all getting GoPros for next season. Um, so yeah and if anyone really has a problem with these things and you really want to take down that team that's uh, you know running these things if you go on Amazon right now for $130 you can buy a Wi-Fi jammer yeah (laughs) exactly there you go right there that's awesome (laughs) with 150 square foot range this little device only has like a 30 foot range so now no. you walk onto the field. Ian nobody will ever. <laughs> nobody will be able to call nine one one because actually now that I'm looking at it, it jams all frequencies. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so you know, it's not allowed to jam the frequency for emergency phone calls because all cell phones, if they're oh, that's right. not, it's got can the, still uh, dial nine one one. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so it, it runs on one nine volt alkaline battery and will jam <laughs> Wi-Fi, RF, hardwired microphones. Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! We used so, to carry those in our labs. Okay, you, you, did you say nine volt battery? It runs on a single. Or does it have battery. like a friggin' one second lifespan? Like holy shit! That's a lot. No, of it actually doesn't require because all it does it's is put up like microwave energy. Just boom! Yeah, that's so, awesome. Uh, the AJ34 audio jammer. So if you're really worried about this thing, just get yourself one of those. And if just, you really want, go on eBay and it's probably cheaper. Probably. It's three pack. Um, yeah. Right? piss off everybody you'll see a whole team walk up and be like looking like cyborgs and they're just like oh man we're so awesome yeah uh-huh. and on and then nothing works <laughs> hey paul 10 years from now man oh wait if it jams totally gonna hardwired microphones against you nightmare hell yeah buddy if, if, if it jams hardware microphones would it jam the sound uh like the sound indicator on a hopper because my hopper is uh is Sound yes. activated. Yes, I would say so. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We were taking those to the PSP. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, yeah. next scenario game, you need to just throw it in your pocket and run on the field with that. Right, you get a speedball. And no through. one would ever know. Right? No a heavy gunner comes running up the field. The whole game. <laughs> <laughs> comes running and just firing full autos. Just, wow! Oh. And they just flick that on, and suddenly he's chopping oh. paint. Oh, you know what? We should get one for you, Colton, and the next time you go play with Danny is you should put it in your pocket and give him one of those hoppers and just watch him lose his <laughs> mind trying to figure out what's wrong with it. <laughs> well, the best part is he has he has the uh, TM15 with the rip clip. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so he would lose his mind, like absolutely go ballistic because it wouldn't work. Yep. Because he's a pretty patient guy, too. <laughs> Make him lose his mind. You just sit in the back and be like, why isn't this thing working? Halfway <laughs> through the game, he'd probably say, screw it and go get his little spider. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh... That topic's done. Yeah, that's the heads-up display from Empire. Look at that. Fantastic. Woo! Uh, who knows? Even if it doesn't go anywhere, that's a still a pretty bitchin'-looking mask. Oh, yeah. I would totally get one of those masks in, like, black and tan. Right, I'm looking at it, I'm like, eh, the heads-up thing's cool. I like the mask, though. That, that, that lens mask. looks sweet, though. The mask does look awesome. I want it. The uh, the lens is yeah. huge on it. Yes. Absolutely massive. Um, so, hopefully we'll see something like that in the near future. I'm going to hunt around and look for some of those uh, the little recon thingies for cheap, <laughs> see if I can find them used. Could be fun. Could be entertaining. Could be useful um, in upcoming games. So, before we go on to the next topic, uh, Jester, did you have anything you want to rant about? You're, you're always full of piss and vinegar. <laughs> oh, so many things, so many things, so many things. 
it's 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 sad Uh-oh. when we 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 try to come up with a simple week and we we were looking at what to do and then we just come to the end of it and realize that we haven't achieved everything we wanted to achieve in that week and we look back and say well what what could i've done differently and most of the time we don't really know because we don't have proof or tangible evidence to go back upon that well i'll tell you this week i actually had tangible proof and uh, I learned something very important, and that is to always look when you sit down in the dark in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I this week I'm not really. No, you're in a mellow mood. No, I'm not really mellowed. I'm just trying to pick what to 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 launch upon. Um, but well, one thing I do want to talk about is is people. When we talk about this, we're professionals, okay? We do this stuff for a living. So when we say don't do this at home, it means don't do it at home. Right. So don't so grate your goddamn frying pan. Teflon, I know because, it, well, if you do, ensure it's your own frying pan, okay? Because there's rumors <laughs> that that might not have been their frying pan, okay? Uh... And the other thing, oh, okay, that's what it is. Hockey. Hockey. I used to play, played many positions, spent many minutes in the penalty box. Hold up, wait. Not gonna lie. What's, what's is this like Milsom hockey, or is it gonna tie into it? I don't understand. Well, do you want me to continue, or do you, do you want to continue to inter- uh, interrupt me? Ah, uh, go ahead. Okay. Still so, hockey. Okay. Everybody spends time in the penalty box. Eventually, mm-hmm. we shake it off. We go on. We continue playing the game. Okay. And this goes back. For generations, hockey's gotten a little bit softer. The players got a little bit more paid. Fancy this, whatever. A couple strikes here and there. You don't see airsofters or paintballers going on strike. And if you do, people just laugh at them because nobody cares. Going on Because there's more of us to take their place. Yeah. So when we see these videos arise of these rage quits or whatever, if you have anger issues and you can't control yourself, I don't think Milsim is for you. I honestly think you should go into a cro- crocheting class or something where if you the worst you can do is just tie your hands together and swear and curse. Because what pisses me off, to no extent, is these people that go play and they get on the field and they think it's real. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between a real battlefield and, and paintball and meal set. You, you have to have control over yourself. In a real battlefield, yeah, emotions run high and everything. If you go on a Milsim field and you're losing your mind, you're yelling and screaming at people, and you start slamming at people and pushing people and barrel slamming them and hitting them in the face with your barrel and markers and shooting off all crazy close, go away. Because I'm a calm person, but what's going to happen is if I get a hold of you and we go into a corner, just like in hockey, I'm going to overshoot you or you're going to overshoot me and things are going to escalate. And if I see you overshooting kids, we're going to go into that corner digging for that puck, and people better be overshooting you like crazy if they see it. Because nothing sucks worse for kids when they learn the wrong things at the wrong rink and then go to another rink and try to play by those same set of rules because those people are playing too tough. And at that new fielder rink, they get the bad rap as being bad. All it is is that they've been learning bad examples from other people. So when they come and play in my field and they see, they start seeing how people really are supposed to play and what teamwork and sportsmanship is like, well, guess what? Your name is on them because they've been playing at your field for the last six months. And I know who you are. And I look forward to when we run into each other on the field. So stick that in your barrel and shoot it. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> Those are always fun. Interesting. How's your blood pressure? Actually, it's pretty low. Fantastic. Good. Time. This helps. It's therapeutic. That's why. That's why I do it. That's All my doctors say you got to continue. <laughs> I appreciate it. Give a give a veteran a hobby, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> got to give them something to do. Keep their hands busy. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to uh, to our next topic, next, number three. Last but not least. Uh, Jester, you have something very cool in the works for July. Is it July or June? 
July. 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 Middle of summer. Uh, I've come on this show many times. Thank you very much for that because I appreciate it. And Hooligan's a great host. He runs a great show and gives me a place to throw ideas and bounce them off of him and uh, Guardian and the occasional nightmare. We appreciate, I appreciate that. And Jester's is a a big fan of what Hooligan's doing here with his project. And some of the ideas that we've thrown back and forth is uh, team building. Basically, the essence of what Jester's is is to give your team a place to train because it's a tackle sports training center. So you have the games we do, uh, the SWAT drills we do, the CQB, we do the UOI courses. It's all that fun stuff. But what we're doing now in July is a complete 100% immersion game. So you show up Friday night, and for the next 36 hours, you are number one rifleman in section whatever, okay? And all weekend you follow through. And what happens is as you stay alive, you get promoted to different spots. And every time you get eliminated, you drop back down in rank. So when you show up, we hand you your gear. Boom. You go to your platoon. You find your platoon wart. He throws you into a section. That's your team for the weekend. And just like real war, as things happen, you get promoted or demoted. So if you get eliminated three times in the same mission, well, you're not getting promoted. But if you make it through each mission, you show some leadership and whatnot, then you get to, you know, you could be the platoon commander by the end of one attack or something, right? And this is for 36 hours. We're trying to beat Richmond for the longest running paintball game. So that means actually on the field, paint's being slung for 36 hours. Neat. So that's our goal. Yeah, that's our goal. And there's going to be different missions and night ops and things like that. It's going to go over two evenings. So Friday night you show up, you get your, you get taxed to your platoon, you get your orders and everything, then you get your bed space that you probably won't be seeing very much of, and boom, you hit the ground running. And we have two teams that we're going to break into, and all weekend they're just going to be battling it out for top supremacy. Hmm. And we're going to have all 40 acres open for all missions. Interesting. Yeah, and the only the only thing that we're still hinging on, we haven't uh, been able to lock down, is we're looking for either Widowmaker or MCS or Vulcan or Titman to supply us the markers for the event, so that way it's it's realistic. Everybody's got the exact same marker, so I can go up to you, Hooligan, or you, Nightmare, and say, "Okay, I'm out of mags. You know, pop me a mag," and we're all running the same thing because that's real, right? So I want everything in this to be as realistic as possible and as, and as immersive as possible. So, you're so the orders, a, formats, people... You're doing a scenario in the truest uh, form of the word. Yes. Yeah, immersion. Yeah, You're totally immersed. The scenario is you got to destroy the other team. There's different missions and objectives. You know, you're all sitting and eating together. You're building yourself up as a team in your sessions and whatnot. You're all running the same gear, hopefully. We will have everybody wearing the same uniforms. So basically, you're just supposed to show up with your, yourself. And a pair of boots. And your money on Friday night. Yeah, and a pair of boots. A pair of, well, maybe two pairs of boots and some socks. Because yeah. it may get wet as the picture shows. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. It's gonna, it, it's, it's hopefully gonna be something that has never been seen before. And that will be seen many, many times again. Hmm. Questions? That's fucking sick. I'd like to point out I was <laughs> with you if you asked, Jester. That was a hell of an intellectual what, answer. That? Sorry, I would share my okay. magazines with you if you asked. You would or wouldn't? Okay, I appreciate that. He would. Oh. I said I would. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you'd be a terrible teammate if you wouldn't. I need a bag. Nah, I got hell with you. No, the bottom Can't help you. <laughs> I need a bag. Throw him an empty one. Didn't say you need an ammo. And <laughs> <laughs> we've released this information early enough that it's also open to say anybody in the states that wants to come up because right. the airport is literally uh, f- fifteen minutes down the road. 
right? If we wanted to, we could like extract you from the airplane. I like it. <laughs> we'll have black SUVs waiting. We'll have Scott's zombie killer <laughs> waiting. <laughs> now, can you arrange? I it have a black I can drop yes. airdrop onto the field because that, that'd be awesome. Yes, Thank I have you. some friends at uh, four or three spotter. Neat. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so what? It's, what the uh, key leadership positions are going to be? Oh, go ahead. So what, what about yeah, cool. what? What about? Uh, uh, so thirty-six hours. So how? What about? What about when, you know, we get to like the four hour mark and the mask is becoming fused to my face and I need to take the mask off? That there is when the leadership is in getting their orders and you're on sentry or whatever, then rotation kicks in. And Colton, I I believe you're familiar with this tent group routine and uh, sentry. You go... Do your evolutions, wash up quick, clean your mask, do all that stuff, and then you hit back to the front, battle already, and you have your 45 minutes of downtime. So that way, we can't take, we don't, we can, but we don't want to take everybody off the field at once because you have to have active players mm-hmm. at all times to have it count as a full running game, right? But you could have 10 or 15 so people at a time. There'll be time. Coming exactly, up. just yeah. like in the real world when you're on defensive. So in the defensive position, if you're in the defensive position, then you guys can go down to 50% manning, and at that time, you rotate through. And this will be managed because most of the key leadership positions will be by uh, my two brothers who are still serving and some other friends of mine that uh, are either still serving or just retired. So it's all going to be managed by Canadian Forces X or current soldiers in those leadership positions to ensure that you get that st- feel like nobody's on the screen that you call them maggots or anything but you get that professionalism like okay i'm part of something and this is a unit that i have to keep my head open and i can't just run down the field blazing away or disappear into nowhere and sneak out the end and take glory because you're accountable to the whole team in the truest sense answer your questions yes okay Hmm. I'm, i'm watching red alert on my computer at the same time and i'm like planning missions because I have an overlay of the land. <laughs> nice. Yeah, true story. All right. There's no tanks and. There could be. Yeah. Any questions from anybody else? Because you know. It's awful quiet. The beards have spoken. It is. It's because I kicked them off from the conversation. Nah, Did he get The sand eater doesn't have anything to say. Just take it. It was a bad week to come back. Honestly, I got a really bad like head cold, so uh-huh. keeping talking to a minimum. I'm more of a listener to this, this week. Uh-huh. It's all good. Where I live right now, influenza is going crazy. They have a branch at the hospital that's actually it, it's uh, closed off for people that go in with influenza. It's quarantine quarantine area. Oh shit! Oh, okay. So so far, I'm good, but uh, knock on wood. We'll keep an eye on Facebook. Yeah. Get a selfie okay. from the uh, the hospital. So, Sick selfie. <laughs> Wait, Sick I don't selfie. have a selfie set. So, <laughs> so Colton, are you uh, are you attending this uh, event or what? Uh, depends on the date, actually, because that would be right around the date where Oklahoma D-Day is going on. Hmm. I thought theirs was around the 26th, the weekend before. I'll have to look at it, but I'll get I'll be, get back to you on that, Jester. We'll have to uh, we'll have a one-on-one conversation okay. afterwards without Hooligan present. <laughs> I appreciate that. He's nosy. He is. It's the beard. <laughs> the beard needs to know all. Uh, okay, it's thirty-six hour game. That sounds uh, you know, pretty badass, pretty intense. Uh, it's a pet project of mine for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how many people is it? Would you will you adjust it depending on how many people uh, arrive? Yes. Uh, ideally, we want to keep it. Uh, well, I, the ideal numbers would be forty or sixty, because then you can make two good platoons of thirty or twenty. 
Uh, whatever we get, we will make it work. And it's going to be full of pyro. It's going to be full of... Well, all, it's going to be a jester spectacle. That's all I can say. Okay. I'm good with that. It works for me. I'm interested. I'd like to do it because it sounds... I've always wanted to do a, a large <coughs> scenario. Uh, you always see them... You always see big games. So you got 2,000 players or 3,000 players. And as far as I can tell, it just ends up from what I've heard because I haven't been able to go to one yet. But what I've talked to people, they said, you know, it was really cool. Like Oklahoma D-Day, for instance. I've talked to a few people who have gone and they said, you know, it was really neat. I'm glad I went. I'll never go again. <laughs> Jeez. Is what I've heard. Uh, Why just, does... the, the big games are just, they're chaotic and there's no, like, yes, you could put generals in place. But there's no way in hell those generals are going to get 1,500 people to move at the same same pace or in the same direction, for that matter. The field, I guess... Yeah, you need experienced controllers to... Right? And you just end up with, I guess, people lined up from one side to the other, and they just meet in the middle, and then they just throw paint at each other for yeah. a day. So, I mean, if you want to do that, if that's what you're after, by all means. It's just... I've I've never really enjoyed a paintball game that just stopped in the middle. You know, and then you just spend yeah. half an hour staring at each other because you can't hit them, they can't hit you. But if you move forward by six feet, you're going to get demolished. So. Yeah, and that's why we like the millstone better because that doesn't really happen to us. Yeah, when you've got those, the games that everyone's going in with the concept or with the idea that they're going to be following a chain of command, or at least they're all going after the same objective and they know what they're doing. You know, that's... Yeah. I'm inter- I'm very interested to see how that turns out, how that plays through. Uh, don't get me wrong, I do plan on going to some big games. I'll probably go to Oklahoma D-Day at some point just to, uh, you know, just to experience it. Cause so you did. Why the hell not? Uh, yeah, I'm on, on this year. Dare do it. So... But as for uh, a big game with specific objectives and a, a scenario in the truest form, uh, I'm I'm very excited to see that. Very excited to experience that. And we're also going for a Guinness World Record. Like, who, who does not want to be part of that? Exactly. That is very true. Right. Who would not want to be part of that? Sounds like I have to start booking my summer leave. I already have. Hmm. Yeah, I better book mine too. Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. yeah. Neat. All Should right. So, time. anyone listening, let us know what you think. You know, if you want, if you were, uh, well, hell, let us know what you think about all of it. You know, what do you think of Widowmaker Industries Road Trip? What do you think of a paintball mask with a heads-up display? What do you think of a 36-hour mill sim? Uh, true mill. Sim, like a military simulation game. Not just a, uh, you've got a MAGFED marker, and that flag is owned by the bad guys game. We're talking an actual mil- military simulation game. Uh, true Milson. Yeah, and in the, in the States there, they call it uh, True Immersion MFOG, but I call it MAGFED. Say what? Only. True Immersion... What? What was it? What did you say? Whatever. MFOG. MAGFED only. True immersion MAGFED only. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, never so instead of FOG, that. I call it MFOG. MFOG. You've never heard of that? I've seen yeah. MFOG, yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Bane. My <laughs> 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 Bane. I break the bats back. <laughs> so, very cool. Um, anyone's got questions, comments, concerns about that? No, I guess not. Fantastic. No. So, uh, moving on. Player of the week. Because we're going to keep rolling with Ooh. this one. Player of the week. Ooh. Woo! Exactly. Who that, that, who that? Who that? That is going to be uh, Ryan Pound. Ryan Pound. Uh, oh. Trying to remember who nominated him. Give me two seconds, and I will find that. Um, so, when we first posted up this idea of, you know, we want to want to give back to the people, and we want to... You know, nominate some players. Um, acknowledge them. And acknowledge them. 
<laughs> Ryan Pound blew up my phone with the the uh, notifications coming from the page because he just immediately started nominating people, just one after the other, boom, boom, boom. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, and then he finally actually got nominated by uh, uh, Stephen Black Snow Kimber. That's where he is. So, guess uh, Ryan's awesome for helping running a, a great team and uh, starting a new charity event that he could say is, will be a part of every year. Unfortunately, I don't know what that charity event is. So, Ryan, let me know because I was lazy and didn't look it up. <laughs> I'll be honest. But look at that. He was the first one to nominate a whole bunch of people. Apparently, he helps with this charity event, and he's uh, a great uh, teammate and helping running the team. So what more can you ask? That, that's awesome. Go, Ryan. That's off to you. Pound it, Ryan. <laughs> I was like, all right, everyone's excited except, like, the other two. Great. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Woo. No, but very cool. Very good. Woo. Woo. How many hey, – hey, Colton, how many flares are there in the military? Oh, I don't think he gets that one. The trip flare, the pair flare, the Rick flare. Woo! Jesus. <laughs> Give it up for John Cena. Oh, Jesus. All right. I met we'll... him, eh? <laughs> dun, oh, dun, dun. So before this goes anywhere further uh, down the rabbit hole, uh, I think we're going to – RKO. We're going to – Randy Orman. We're going to kill it. We're going to call it. We're done. <laughs> this is good for the week. Um, Colton, I forgot your name for two seconds there. Thanks for coming on, chatting. Ready to go. <laughs> Colton was here? Apparently. Or maybe yeah. I just imagined it all. Anyways, very cool stuff. Thank you for coming on. Fellas, Jester, Nightmare, Guardian, uh, as always. Coming on and chatting so I don't have to I talk. I be here. I don't have to talk into the abyss. Um... For everyone listening, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for taking the time to download, stream, or uh, however else you're getting this podcast. Don't care. doesn't matter. You're listening. That's all that matters. Uh, let us know what you think, though. I want opinions. I want to know what you guys think of Widowmaker Industries Road Trip. I want to know what you guys think of uh, a paintball mask with a heads-up display. And I want to know what you guys think of a 36-hour military simulation being held at Jester's Tactical Sports Center uh, just outside of Fredericton in New Brunswick. Until next week, everyone, we're done. Cheers. Now. Woo!